This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The chase for the pennant for a third straight year happens here. The Astros win the AL West and head it to the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call. Greetings from Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida, where today the Houston Astros play game three of the American League Division Series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Astros took game two on Saturday, 3-0 at Minute Maid Park as Garrett Cole with an Astros postseason record 15 strikeouts over seven and two-thirds scoreless innings. Alex Bregman with a couple of hits, including a home run, scored a couple of runs as the Astros lead this series two games to none and have a chance to advance to the ALCS with a sweep with a win today. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. And it will be Zach Greinke on the mound for the Astros today. And Greinke, it's going to be his Astros postseason debut, but his 12th postseason start has some experience in, in this situation. Yeah, you're not really concerned about Zach Greinke because he's always going to be prepared. He's always going to have a nice game plan, and he can do so many things and change and ad-lib and do all those things. The only thing maybe that you're a little concerned with is it's been about a week and a half since he's, he's pitched in the game. So uh, he's done whatever he's could. He's thrown a, a simulation game. He's thrown his bullpens, played catch and prepared as well as he could but anytime you're looking at those big windows of of layoff uh, you got to be a little concerned early on with maybe his location things like that he's so good at meanwhile charlie morton going for the tampa bay rays a guy who the astros are very familiar with and he pitched a, a fantastic ball game in the wild card game in Oakland on Wednesday to get the Rays to the division series, the uh, only pitcher in Major League history to win three winner-take-all games, and two yeah. of those were with the Astros. Yeah, it's big time. He, we know what he's made of, right? Right. And, and the only thing you're concerned with, and we used to say this before just about every start that Charlie made as an Astro, was can he land his curveball? Can he throw it for strikes? Can he get you uh, thinking about that curveball and offer at it later on because of that awareness in the back of your mind that he can do it at will? Uh Sometimes he can't, so you got to be really aware, and sometimes he finds it in the third or fourth inning and things like that. So uh, you got to be as patient as you can. Uh, we've seen bouts of, of Charlie Morton from time to time where he'll lose feel of his release point for maybe seven to ten pitches, and you're thinking, man, do I have to get him out of this game, or, or can I leave him out there? And he usually is able to find some way to get back into the groove. So he's a really tough competitor. He's very beloved in the Astros clubhouse, but today the Astros want to clinch this one. Today's Keys to the Game brought to you by your Houston area Lexus dealers. Well, you think about the way this series has gone, and Astros have won the first two games, but it hasn't exactly been like they've been lapping the Tampa Bay Rays. Both games have been very close. They've come down really to a lot of little things and come down to great Astros starting pitching, but maybe the defense that the Astros have played has been overlooked. They have made some outstanding defensive plays throughout this series. Meanwhile, whenever the Rays have made a mistake on defense, it seems like the Astros have capitalized. Yeah, and we saw that in that series last year in the championship series against the Boston Red Sox, mm -hmm. and we saw it time and time again uh, when the Astros made that great run in 2017 that 
the defense is what sometimes, you know, when you're talking about this caliber of teams in the postseason, it's the defense. And Carlos Correa, uh, none better than that first play of the ball game, setting the tone with with stealing a hit from Yande Diaz and to get Garrett Cole into the ball game, feeling good about himself and knowing that he's got some help behind him. And the Astros do that very well. They're always in the right place. Uh, they're very talented. They're fast. They're quick. And they've got uh, a great first baseman who can dig the ball out of the out of the ground on some low throws and things like that. So uh, a lot of times we see that defense for the Astros, that momentum of a big play carry on to the offense, and it's a great formula. And meanwhile, the other thing, too, uh, about this series with the, the way things have gone, you think about today's game, and both managers – when you think about how they're going to deploy their their pitching, it's they're they're both going to be all hands on deck trying to do whatever they can to win this game for different reasons. If you're AJ Hinch, you're thinking, all right, I want to wrap this series up here. Yeah, you want to step on their neck, right? You have Cole and Verlander for potential ALCS to start off and, and and not have to use them again in this series. And obviously, if you're Kevin Cash, you're you're just thinking you're not thinking about who's starting tomorrow. You're just thinking, hey, I need to do whatever I can to win this game because right. it's a must win. That's right. So they're using anybody they can, and they've got really short leashes and things like that. And for the Astros, it's almost the way we were talking about the ninth inning uh, in Game Two is you don't want to give the race hope. And if they win game three, then they've got a little hope. Then they win game four, then yeah. in, then panic sets in for your mm -hmm. team. So uh, I, I think it's very important to if you do have a lead, I mean, you're going to leverage things out. You might have a six-run lead and have have Will Harris and Ryan Presley and Roberto Osuna, those guys come mm -hmm. in to lock things down and, and go on to the next series. Coming up next, we'll have the manager show with A.J. Hinch, presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Astros shortstop Carlos Correa. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh-inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Great two again. Swing and a miss. Got him on the slider. Took him 10 pitches, but he gets his man. 15 strikeouts for Cole. That's a new Astros postseason record. You see what he did there? He hesitated. He paused at the top of his delivery to get him off stride, and it worked. Mike Scott struck out 14 Mets game one of the 1986 National League Championship Series. Ahead of game three of the American League Division Series with the Tampa Bay Rays, I'm with A.J. Hinch uh, in the office before the ball game and touching on uh, game two. I mean, I think the story, the biggest story, of, of course, was Garrett Cole just dominating once again. You said... You kind of run out of words describing what you're watching right now. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to describe it. I mean, the pure dominance is is obvious, but the the emotion that he pitches with the one of my favorite moments this year so far um, has been when he walked off the field the other day when uh, you know uh -huh. the, the crowd went crazy. It's a packed house. The emotion. Everybody knew the effort he put in. They, you know, he he starts motioning to all over the stadium to say <laughs> thank you. JJ Hinch. Takes the baseball from Cole. And listen to this ovation.
cold. Waves to the fans with his glove. It's just those are cool moments. I'm standing on the mound and the in the in the in the stands stands go crazy. Yeah. So uh, fun for us. Glad we got out of that jam with Osuna in the eighth. We we got out of the ninth inning issues that we had. We walk away with a really really fun win and a 2-0 lead. It's feels pretty good. And his battery mate uh, Maldonado. Runner goes three two. Did he go around? He did. Thought in a second by Maldonado, and it's in plenty of time to get it. Damas. That's a strike him out. Throw him out. Double play. Two out. And that's a machete, Maldonado cuts him down at second base with a cannon. Biggest play of the game so far. Martin had a great game, uh, not only offensively, chipped in with a couple of hits and an RBI, but defensively, you, you gotta love the way he calls the game and handles everything. Yeah, I mean, he handles Cole, which is which is not easy. I mean, it looks easy because all the punch outs, but his stuff's a lead. He, blo he blocked yeah. as well as any catcher in baseball could have blocked the other night with blocking Harris's pitches and Osuna's pitches and, and Cole was bouncing some sliders, which is not easy to do. Nothing got by him. He threw out the runner, the strike him out, throw him out was a big portion. And then when he, he got to stay in the game, you know, ironically, I went with defense over offense. He produced offensively. I didn't pinch hit for him in the big spot late in the game because I kept Cole in the game and I wanted to keep that tandem together. He comes up with a really big single uh, for attack on run. The hit and run ball down the line that hit the stool. Mm -hmm. Maldonado was in the middle of everything the other day. And, and the strike him out, throw him out. And he mm -hmm. had worked with you uh, mm -hmm. on some throwing mechanics a, a couple of weeks ago. It showed up perfectly, didn't it? Yeah, well, he doesn't have to hurry. I mean, he's got such good arm strength, okay. and, the, and it's a rocket of an arm. And he, he can he can collect himself and still make a really good throw and get guys out. And in that situation where they're going to be a little careful going 3-2, they're relying on contact there. I was a little surprised that they went. Uh, but Maldonado got the tough pitch to handle, collects himself, throws a bullet to second, Hosey with the tag, and and in a huge momentum swing when, because Garrett's in trouble with the guy on second in scoring position yeah. in the playoffs. Uh, what's it about Bregman that only hits homers off the best pitchers <laughs> in the playoffs? Yeah, I mean he's one of the best players in baseball. Yeah. I mean that's really what it is. It's it's kind of mono e mono on guys, and they <laughs> he does a good job of of staying in the moment. He relishes the opportunity to play against the big boys. Um, I didn't know that until someone told me afterwards because I, um, you know, I didn't pay attention to that kind of streak. But he's. He, he's he's as elite as they come. He's prepared, and, and he doesn't miss it when they make a bad pitch. I love in the playoffs uh, talking about how good and sound your defense is, mm -hmm. and it shows up <clears> on <throat> the very first play of the game. Correa with a beautiful way to start things for Cole. Yeah, huge play because, I mean, everything is, is so magnified in the playoffs. Every base runner, there's a buzz in the, in the, in the, in the building. There's yeah. anxiety in the other dugout. There's, you're always a little bit concerned. A guy gets in scoring position, and, and the scoreboard changes at some point, and, and people – um, just have a different feel. So every play matters and it's magnified. The double plays we did turn in the first couple games were huge. The double play we didn't turn with Osuna got stuck in Bregman's glove. That felt like a, 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 a mistake, even though it was a tough play. Mm. Um, just everything's so magnified. And, and Carlos kickstarting the game the other day, I think deflated Diaz. You know, he hit to him twice, hit Rockets yeah. to him. But, but more importantly, just kept the pressure off of, of Garrett. Another great pitching matchup for Game 3 with Charlie Morton, who we know very well, and Grinke. Uh, first thing, August 27th, you guys faced Charlie Morton and had good success. Mm -hmm. uh, what did you do? Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't, we didn't miss his breaking ball. I mean, he threw a couple hanging breaking balls at, at times we were looking for it. Um, he's got a really good fastball. It's going to be interesting to see how, how much um, anxiousness. Charlie, when he, when he starts games, sometimes he's a little erratic. He was in the wild card game and he threw breaking balls that almost hit lefties in the back foot. Mm. We've seen that happen. 
when he locks in the strike zone with his breaking ball, he's a completely different pitcher. Yeah. So what we need to look for is a fastball pretty early in the game, uh, see how his command of his breaking ball is, you know, try to get the lead, which will put pressure on Charlie, will put pressure on Kevin Cash in the, in, in the, in the dugout. Um, playing with a lead in an elimination game is, is, is the best way to go. Do you remember at times, and it seemed like it, it would happen about two out of every three games, where he would lose it for about seven or eight pitches, mm -hmm. where he just couldn't find the strike zone? How was that uh, as a manager to try to make sure that like you stay patient with Charlie? Yeah, I mean, the more you're around these guys, the more you realize where their sort of breaking point is. And with Charlie, it was it was trying to get him in sync, trying to find a correction pitch. We talk about correction oh, pitches yeah, all the right. time, and and if he's if he's yanking the ball down and into lefties, you've got to throw a few arm side fastballs to get him some extension and get him to to to, to feel yeah. the the ball going through the the plate now i don't want to give him the tip today i right. want him to continue That's to right. make okay. his misses but yeah. every pitcher has a correction pitch you know if you know your guys and you know where their breaking point is same thing with fatigue level you know when guys are tired or when they're not or mm -hmm. some of their body language so um, that's why it's important to keep, to keep that continuity of a team and and why familiarity really matters and why i've worked really hard to get to know Granky or uh, Garrett in the last couple of years, guys, and have been here all the time. And it's going to kind of be hard to watch Grinky too because he hasn't pitched in so long. Mm -hmm. It was a brilliant game in Seattle, uh, but he hasn't pitched in a while. So you got to give, you know, you just got to watch for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how his command is. But I, you know, again, I don't think this is a guy that right. has that many moving parts. He he did work hard in between these starts. He threw a sim game and 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 I, and I'd look for him. Other than the the nerves of of the playoff game and just the perfection that comes with with Greinke trying to make pitches um, he kind of always rides that line of command and control and and trying to entice these guys to swing out of the strike zone so he, you know I, I don't I don't worry too much about his readiness uh, last thing I was going to ask you Miley and Arkady both out in the bullpen today mm -hmm. yeah they're both in the bullpen today because I don't know how long the game's going to last I mean I don't want to walk us into an extra inning game right. but yep. if we do have that I want full flexibility to win game three all right best of luck today thanks Barry. back with more Astro Lunch right after this Astros fans whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home from your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Anderson works from the first base side of the rubber, the 0-1. And that is smacked in the right center, a base hit. Bregman can walk home, Alvarez to second. Correa with an RBI single, and the Astros go up three to nothing. Welcome back, Robert Ford joined by Carlos Correa, Astros shortstop and RBI single and the win in game two a couple of days ago. But I mean, you got the game started off on, on a great foot. Uh, first uh, play of the game. That's bounce left side, deep in the hole. Glove by Correa, throws from the outfield, grass on the hop, and out at first! What a play by Correa! He was a couple of steps onto the outfield grass, his momentum carrying him away from the infield, and he was still able to throw out a sliding Diaz. Well, two things, it was how quickly he got rid of that ball and how strong of an arm he has. Both of them got him by a blink of an eye. What a way to, to jumpstart your team on, on the defensive end. Oh yeah, definitely. We were, we were, uh, I, I was so hyped after, after that play. Uh, and to start a game like that, uh, obviously we, we calling them out. You know, uh, it was it was it was pretty special. Um, you know, once once he gets loose and he gets going, man, he's he's one of the best out there. Um, he was able to prove that uh, in game two. He was he was nasty. He was in control. Um, he was executing. Uh, he gave us a huge chance to win the game. 
and yet Yuli Gurriel over there at first base probably doesn't get as much credit as he deserves for the job that he does over there. And as an infielder, how comforting is it knowing, hey, if you get it anywhere near first base, even if it bounces once, twice, Yuli's probably going to scoop it. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just throw the ball his way, and I yeah. know he's going to catch it. You know what I mean? I, I trust Yuli. Uh, you know, he, he's been working really hard throughout, throughout the years. He's been with the Astros playing first base, and he's one of the best out there, man. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Like you said, he doesn't get enough credit, but, I mean, we, we bounce so many balls, and he just picks us up all the time. He's, he's elite out there. You know, you mentioned Cole and his dominant performance in Game 2. Is that something, when one of your pitchers is pitching that way, is that something you can appreciate as the game is going on, or is it because because you're so focused on, on each pitch and each play, is it something you can't really appreciate till after it's over? I mean, all this thing I misses, man, it's, it's, it's hard to miss. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very impressive uh, to watch. Um, the way he's 99, comes out of his hand and explodes, uh, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't see that. Uh, in the league, man, he's he's on top of his game right now. He's he's on his peak, and uh, you know, I'm glad he's on our side. You, how are you feeling right now? You you missed the time with the the back injury. Played the one rehab game, AAA in the postseason, and played three games, and then wound up uh, missing the last seven games of the season. As it flared up a little bit on you, how how are you feeling right now? I feel great. I feel great. I feel healthy. Um, you know. Trying to contribute to the team, uh, going out there on the field every single day. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, overall I feel great. I feel amazing, and, and you know, feel happy to, to be back on the field with them. What sort of things that you do? Because mentioned it's the last seven games, and there were four days off before uh, the playoffs started after the regular season ended. What were some things you did to to get healthy and, and also just to stay sharp with all that time off? Well, first of all, rest. Um, as that's important, you know, let your body naturally heal what's wrong. Um, and then, you know, obviously doing the right treatment, the right workouts uh, for me to, to be able to, to stay healthy and stay on the field. Um, so, yeah, right now I feel, I feel great. I feel, I feel confident. And uh, obviously we got a 2 lead right now, so hopefully we can finish it uh, today and, uh, you know, get some more rest. How excited are you about today's ball game? I mean, obviously a chance to advance and also Tropicana Field. Normally when the Astros are here, or most teams are here, there, there aren't a whole lot of people. But it sounds like they're going to have the tarps off the upper deck and it's going to be pretty full and pretty loud. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. That's what playoff baseball is about. You know, I mean, about getting loud. I feel like I feed off the energy of the fans. It doesn't matter if we're home. Obviously at home is a little more, but on the road also. You know, I mean, I, I love to hear the... The, the crowd quiet after after you hit a home run or something like that. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And one more thing, Carlos. You know, the Rays all talked about the impact of the crowd at Minute Maid Park and how that had an impact on on, on how they played. Uh, could you feel that energy? I mean, it was. I mean, even thinking back to 2017, I felt like it was about as loud as, as Minute Maid Park has been. Oh yeah, the energy the fans are bringing every single day. It's uh, it's unreal, man. Uh, like I said before on my Instagram post, we feed off their energy, man. Uh, you know, when, when we step on the field and we, we feel their energy, uh, it's, we play different. We play with more swag, we play with more passion, and we play to win. All right, Carlos Correa, Astros shortstop. Thanks for joining us. Glad you're back. Thank you, Ron. The chase for the pennant. For a third straight year. Happens here. The Astros win the AL West and head into the postseason. Astros Radio. We win three more series. We're going to hang another flag. Enjoy tonight. Houston's exclusive hometown call.